Welcome to another episode of Gen Z Thoughts. Today is episode 11 of season 1, and today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. But before I get into the main topic of today, a little life update. I got my nails done, and I feel like a bad bitty. Yes, nails are uncomfortable for me, especially when putting in like contacts, like in your eyes, like eye contacts. Just like taking them out and putting them in without having to uh, try to like poke without without trying to poke my eye out. Like that is mm, pretty difficult because you get like long nails, right? And also, yeah, typing is uncomfortable. It's kind of a bad choice for me to do it in July when I have summer school, but. It's worth it for the confidence that you get from getting your nails done and just like, you know, feeling feeling yourself. It's such a confidence booster for sure. And I do them only like once a year for summer or something because they're really kind of inconvenient, you know. And the price is low-key something, um, not something I wouldn't spend my money on, especially like not every week. I know some girls like, get their nails done, like, every couple of weeks or, like, once a month, like, that is just not for me. I also, like, play piano, right, and you can't really have long nails or, like, whatever else, like, for work, you can't really have long nails either, um, and yeah, it wouldn't be, uh, a top priority for me, like, having cute nails, and if you want to hear about how I spend my pocket money, you could check, my uh i think it's called like working part-time podcast so check that out if you want to hear that also my humidifier is broken and i don't know how to act because i miss it so much and i should probably get a refund or search up how to fix it because i lost the manual and i'm so lazy about things like that like my fitbit is also broken and i should get a refund or like exchange it for something else because it literally broke like i didn't drop it or anything it just stopped working but that means I have to like contact customer service and it's so easy but tiring you know and it's just mm, it's not that difficult but I don't know why I just don't do those things like I can't bring myself to do it but it's I it's not a huge deal (laughs) also I'm in a weird mood today because I'm recording this on a Saturday night first of all Saturday night like I feel so unproductive like I should be hanging out with my friends or something but I'm at home. But it's also like 11.50. Um, but I'm in a weird mood because I don't really want to watch anything. Or I'm not really in the mood to do that. Or read a book or anything. It's so weird. Maybe after this podcast I'll go to sleep. Like I always feel like I should be just spending my time doing something fun or, or like with friends. Especially on a Saturday night. But sometimes you just need a vacation for yourself. But at the same time, literally every day is vacation in summer, so being at home is nice. So you can be like with your family and spend time together, especially on the weekends when they don't have work. But speaking about families, today's main topic is all about like families and childhood, like kids, parenting, like you name it, everything. And I find this topic extremely interesting as people don't share these things quite often. And I have a lot of thoughts, so let's get right into it. Okay, number one on my list things to talk about is siblings now how many siblings someone has and like what gender or what age gap is very very interesting it gives you a little bit of insight into their character and their home life and their childhood 
like only children versus those with six siblings have a big difference in their personality and how much they open up, how much they're comfortable with sharing, like just material things to like, you know, their inner thoughts and just like how friendly they are, something like that. And, you know, those girls that you know with only brothers or like that guy friend that you know that only has sisters also has an effect on their personality and just like how they act. And also middle childs, um, like in what order they're in will also tell you a little bit about their personality and about how they were raised and treated and why they act the way they do. And I just find it so interesting. I always try to guess when I meet someone for the first time, like what you know, what siblings they have. I'll be like, oh yeah, that person is for sure the youngest child. Or like, maybe they have two older brothers. Like, I like guessing that, and then I ask them, and they actually tell me. And also, like, the age gap for sure is something to take into consideration too. Like, I know some people who have, like, older siblings that are 10 years older. So they're kind of an only child in that sense because when they were growing up in their childhood, maybe their sibling wasn't in the house. And they were out, like, in school, so they kind of had to grow up alone. So the age gap is very interesting too. Or if they're like a one-year age gap, I find that they fight with their sibling, but they're also kind of very close with them. Yeah. Luckily, my sibling, shout out Yui, is uh, four years older. But actually, we calculated it, and it's three years, because she's born late in her year, and I'm born early in my year. So technically, because of the calendar, it's four years, but it's like by the month, like measuring time-wise, it's three years, so in a little bit, which is crazy, and we get along pretty well, wouldn't you say, Yui? (laughs) And I think, I think the age gap definitely has something to do with it, for sure, Um, but I'm not here to talk about my sibling, I'm here to talk about siblings in general, and family, so also being invited over to your friend's house, for like the first time, meeting the parents, the pets, the siblings. I love how I said pets first over siblings. And like seeing their bed, like where they sleep in every night, I feel like is a huge thing. It's just such a big part of their identity, like knowing that they sleep in this room every night. It's such a personal thing to see, especially like for the first time. And their home in general, like what kind of house it is, what the layout is, how clean it is, like what furniture they have. It's like a huge thing. It's just so interesting to me. And seeing how they like talk to their parents. Um, like those, those things are so interesting and you don't really see them anywhere else except for in the house when you're there. And also like those people who literally are so rude to their parents that say like, leave mom or like get out or especially like, if they say their first name, that's like the craziest thing to me. If I said my parents' first name, they'd either be like, what the fuck? And I'd be getting slapped, for sure. So I don't know, like those, I don't like those people who are so disrespectful and mean to their parents. And their parents are always like the nicest people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, kind of a red flag, for sure. Also, just seeing if they, not seeing, but, like, hearing if any of your friends have, like, a family tradition or just seeing, like, what type of lifestyle they have 
It's hard to find out, but it's also very interesting. I'm going to say the word interesting like five million times in this podcast. <laughs> like, are they the type to wake up early or late? Do they eat dinner together? Because um, I know some families don't eat to eat dinner together, and that definitely has an effect on, you know, who they are as a person. Because I feel like you spend a good, like, you get really good quality uh, bonding time if you eat dinner together. And just, like, what their parents do for work, if they like to go on road trips or vacation, like, those, like, traditions, things like that is really cool to hear. But people obviously don't really talk about their home life that much. Also, nature versus nurture, you know, that that topic is also interesting. Like, how much of someone's childhood affects them as an adult or, like, them as a person? And I think it's almost, like, personally for me, 90%. How, uh, because, like, even just seeing if they grew up with a, with divorced parents or a single parent or like whatever definitely affects who they will become as an adult like i i guess i guess people obviously when they are born have some tendency in their dna i guess to act a certain way but nurture for sure definitely changes someone like you know there's always that what if question like what if this serial killer like this is obviously an extreme example but what if this serial killer was was uh in such a loving environment and they had a warm and happy childhood full of you know hugs from your parents and just like who supported you through everything and school and everything like that would they have turned out the way they did that kind of philosophical question is always so so interesting to me and i love talking about it Anyway, there's also funny things in our childhood that makes me realize that we kind of all had the same childhood. For example, crying at the table while your parent tries to explain math. I know I've been there, and I'm hoping a bunch of other people have done that, because I feel like we're all kind of living in a simulation. Like Everyone has kind of had these small moments where it kind of impacted their childhood, and they remember it. Or like, you know, when the <laughs> when your dad stands while you're watching some something on TV and they'll say they say that they're just like, you know, watching for a little bit and they're going to leave soon. But they just end up staring and watching the entire time. And you're just like, just sit down, but they need to stand up. Or like when you're about to do chores and your mom tells you to do it and then you don't want to do it anymore. Like, I'm sure that's a universal thing. And also some people who. Some people I know, well, actually, not really, but I know some people don't ever do chores in their house, or, like, the the mom does all the housework, and that's kind of, like, obviously, each family has their own tradition, I'm not one to judge at all, but in my personal opinion, if the mom does all the chores, and the child has never had to do the dishes, never had to do the laundry, never had to vacuum, then they obviously won't do those things as an adult, and if they always complain and never do it, that has a huge impact on how they're going to live alone when they're older. Or like how they're going to live with people. Like in a share house for university or something like that. And if the dad never does any of the chores, like that's also kind of uh, it's kind of icky. I don't know. 
I don't really like that. Like, it's 2021. Let's not do gender roles in this household. Also, (laughs) some other funny things is like, you know when you're in the car at night and you turn on the light like in the car or even like your flashlight on your phone and your parents literally scream at you. Like when I was a child, I literally thought it was illegal to turn on the light in the car at night. (laughs) Just like little things like that is always so funny to me because other people have experienced this as well. And it's nice to know that people have been there for sure. Of course, I can't talk about home life and your child and how you were raised without talking about, you know, financial stability and income. What your parents do for a living and how much, you know, money your parents have also affects your childhood for sure. If you grew up with privilege, then you'll never really have to suffer the same things that people who come from low-income families have had to go through. And there's kind of that, that distance, that gap of not just not being really able to connect with them or really understand on that level. You know, there's just like a distant, like, um, like a disconnect. That's the word I'm looking for, yeah. And it's like, you can't even say, oh, I totally know what you're going through because you don't. And for each family, it's definitely different. You know, there's people who can't hang out with their friends at that fancy restaurant because they need to save money and they have to pay the bills. That's definitely a sensitive topic for sure and it has a huge effect on how they see money um, in life and how they spend their money as an adult. Like these things, I could go for days talking about them. So I'm just briefly going over these topics. So if you want to hit me up and talk about these things, hit me up because... This shit's interesting. At least for me. (laughs) I hope it's interesting while listening. Anyway. Also, family vacations. They bring out the worst and best of us. You know, it's like a family is sharing one room or sharing like one car. And just like chaos. Chaos happens. And sometimes I have the best memories of family bonding there. But also we, like people also fight a lot on family vacations. You know, like, the morning of going to church or the morning of, you know, trying to catch a flight to the airport and your dad goes, like, full, like, dad vacation mode or your mom goes full mom mom vacation mode and everyone's fighting in the morning, trying to get everyone on time. Like, those are the worst times, but there's also the good times on vacation. And I think family vacations are a must. They're extremely important and they're just funny. They're funny to talk about. Also, dinner time. Let's, talk, let's touch on that topic again, how some families don't eat together or they don't eat the same foods. I know some people um, might have like a, a personal choice to not eat meat, right? But their family, like their parents still eat meat. Then you're eating different things. And I honestly can't talk a lot about that because I don't know about it. But it's just weird because you have to cook your own stuff while your mom or your dad... Or even you have to cook for the rest of a family. Like, who cooks the food is also very interesting. Like, if it's always the mom, that's cool. That's that's interesting, too, compared to someone who, um, who they, like, when they have to cook the food for everyone. Or if it's, like, the dad. That's just really weird and cool to see the difference. And the sad fact is, when you move out, 
you're practically like I don't know, 80% done spending time with your family. Like, you... Well, not really, but obviously you spend a heck of a lot of time when you live together. But when you move out, it's totally different. You're an adult, and you will most likely never live with your sibling again or your family again, which is really sad. It's kind of sad. It's bittersweet. But I guess that's life. This pandemic, if we're going pandemic edition, has been tough on all of us but it, it's been tough on all of us but at least for me I think for some other families too they were able to spend a lot of time together of course this can be especially tough on young parents who have children who can't go out to school or daycare like the young children and they just have all this pent-up energy and they can't go on play dates with their friends and they have to wear masks and social distance. Like, that's so difficult. But in my case, my family... Obviously, the children are all pretty much grown up. They're in their late teens, early 20s. And before the pandemic, my family and I, we were all just really busy. And having almost a year and a half of being unable to essentially do anything but just hang out with each other has been nice like in my case i love my family and yeah we can get annoyed with each other for sure but i'm just thinking that there really will not be another time like this again where everything is closed and the world essentially like paused especially in you know april may of last year 2020 i saw so many families going on you know those family walks in the past year and i'm sure they never did that Uh, as often in the past, if they did it at all. And I think, you know, it's kind of a beautiful thing to see that even through this pandemic, some positive things came out of it. Not to get all cringe or anything, but... Like, I, I love my family, which I know I'm also fortunate to say. And this pandemic has helped us get closer. I feel like family is just so important to every single person in this world because who who are you really without family and as a fast and furious will say literally everything's about family in fast and furious but anyway sidetracked um and having time to actually like get to know the person like who they are not just as like in the view of a side character in your life is very cool okay let me explain a little further so for example our mom you know, our moms, or my mom specifically, I guess I can use her as an example, plays the role of my mom because that is what she is to me, right? But to herself, she's the main character in her life because it is her life, and I'm just her daughter that she had after she had had a whole, like, 30 years of life before me. And what I mean is, like, you know how your life is essentially the main storyline because... You're the one experiencing it. It's your life. And your mom and dad and siblings are just your mom and dad and siblings, right? But like in my siblings' point of view in their life, I'm the side character because they're the main character and that is the role that I play in their life. And it's just like a perspective shift. And knowing that you play a certain role in different people's lives is such an eye-opener. I don't know. This might seem like, yeah, Jasmine, obviously. But for me, it was just like, just jarring a little bit and I was like oh yeah that's 
kind of weird that I play that role or I can be um, a younger sibling or like a daughter or son or a friend or a coworker and have such a either a really small part of someone's life or a recurring you know side character in their lives if we're kind of thinking like in movie tv show terms also please ask your parents and grandparents some juicy questions about their lives grandparents are amazing and i cannot stress this enough love your grandparents and talk to them because they will appreciate it so much and they must have so many interesting stories and all you have to do is ask and like let's be honest unfortunately they won't be around for as long as you think they're they're not gonna live forever like i know that's dark but it's also true it's super sad but it's also a celebration of their life and how are you going to celebrate their life if you don't know anything about them so i urge you guys to ask them questions about you know their single life or their childhood or their first vacation or like college days and I find that's very cool to hear because it's like, wow, my dad or like my grandpa or whoever have so many stories that I don't know about. And you actually get to know them as a person and be like, oh, I wonder if I would have been friends with them as if they were like my the same age. You know what I mean? Like if you went back in time and you saw them as a young child, would you be friends with them? This is kind of going philosophical, <laughs> but these are just some questions that I have in my head. And, like, if you never hear about these stories, you will never know. Like, that you just, just ask. And they'll probably be happy to tell you. And, hey, they say you die twice. Once when they bury you in the grave. And the second time is the last time that somebody mentions your name. <laughs> Which is from uh, Glorious. The song Glorious by Macklemore. <laughs> but, like, he's right. Like, you kind of, well, at least I, I want to live, like, you live twice. I mean, you die twice, once when you literally die, and once when everyone stops talking about you. So, I kind of want to live on through the stories people tell me, or at least through their memories, until they die. Again, kind of went philosophical there, but this is what you get. This is what you get in this podcast. (laughs) Personally, for me, if we're talking about having children and, and marriage and family and all that stuff... I always went back and forth on having children, mainly because I'm literally 17 years old, I'm so young, and I know nothing. And of course, I don't really have (laughs) a like for kids, because I was, this is my, this is with my limited years of life experience. This is just based on my 17 years of living life, but you know, with the experiences I had with kids, I didn't really enjoy it. And I feel like you should really enjoy it if you want kids. And if you don't really, then you, like, you don't have to. I feel like Gen Z, Zers especially, they have been realizing that they don't really need or want kids as much as they, as society has tell them, told them. Because, you know, Gen Zs are kind of rebels. They go against societal um, norms and I think I read this statistic somewhere that's like more more millennials are having or adopting like a a dog or a puppy or a cat instead of children. So that's also very interesting. Also parenting scares me. Right? Like you're in charge of a child for the rest of like you go to the hospital and you come back with a child? 
that you have to nurture and take care of for the rest of your well like guide through the rest of your life that's crazy to me but like i would want to have children and family because that's just how life has been you know it's like you just want to live an average life i guess and having children is like one of the biggest and most rewarding experiences a human could have i think i i feel like it would just be hard to implement stuff to your future children if your partner has had a different upbringing from you and people are for sure sensitive and like defensive about their family so that's like one hot area of topic with your partner for sure because you obviously you need a mom and a dad to have children i mean actually actually nah sperm donors are happening you can adopt and be a single parent that's not necessarily true but obviously it's better i mean for me at least to have a partner in crime that's going through all these experiences and first times with you too and i feel like that'd be just amazing and also what if your partner's parents hate you for whatever reason like that's a tricky situation too so i'm just saying we will see this is obviously for the far future far far future but these are just some thoughts that i have currently as a gen z about parenting and children now shout out maya for listening to my podcast uh if you're listening to these and you know me and want a shout out just reach out snap me or message me or whatever (laughs) if you want to hear me say your name which i know could be extremely exhilarating show show (laughs) so shout out maya for listening to my podcast and uh, I guess that's all I have for you today. I know that was kind of a long podcast for sure, but I went over so many topics. I didn't go very much in depth, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you later.